0: And as promised, I have the Council General of India with me, Manish Ji. Manish Ji most welcome in our program. How are you doing, sir?
1: Thank you, Susmaji for uh, taking me on air and I'm very good. And uh, uh, greetings to all the listeners.
0: So, uh, um, what do you think of our snow, by the way? you will be a snowfall in can, Canada. Mein.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, I came here in August 2020. So, yeah, this is the um, first uh, such a huge amount of snow in Vancouver, but <laughs> one reminds me of my days in Moscow.
0: <laughs> wow, and Moscow and Vancouver cannot be compared because there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the
1: amount of uh, snowfall is quite huge. So. But, uh, but it is very interesting to see the whole nature in white colors. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I have a couple of questions regarding... Um, visas g- people going to india i understand there used to be e visa and that was suspended and now it has been opened again can you can we talk a little bit about that
1: yeah today government of india today 20th december 2022 government of india announced that e visa facility for canadian passport holders has been restored so this is a, this gives a canadian passport holder another option to apply for Five categories of uh, visas uh, to travel to India. Uh, These are tourism, e-visa for tourism, e-visa for business, e-visa for medical tourism, and uh, e-visas for medical attendants who are going on medical uh, and e-visa for conferences. So there is a special portal for it and people can go there and apply online and secure the e-visa by following the instructions which is mentioned in this e-portal. The e-portal is called indianvisaonline.gov.in.
0: Okay, so uh, in other words, people don't have to fill in the forms and go to the BLS office or bring the forms to the 325 House Street uh, office of yours?
1: No, as I said, this gives another alternative mechanism for people uh, to apply for visa so e visa facility has been restored and uh, our functions through BLS offices and uh, the paper visa will still continue to be operation, operation in operation because uh, there are certain categories of visa uh, which may not be available through e visa mode so people have to come come uh, for that to us for example, people of Indian origin who this has to apply for entry visa or people who want to go for uh, what do I say? employment visas or mm-hmm. like
0: that.
1: Mm-hmm. So some entries or visas which is not available through visa route, uh, of course, is available through um, direct application through BLSS, BLS centers in all around Canada. And they uh, which comes to us for
0: of processing. Now, when we go for e visa, and you've m- named a few categories, uh, some of them are tourism. And so, for tourism means for that, the visa, and how long is the duration of the visa then?
1: Uh, so the details are there on the website, and people can access it on the Indian Visa Online. And uh, the uh, the durations of the maximum duration of these visas are also mentioned. If I may, just trying to tell you quickly, hmm. I think uh, the e-Tourist Visa is given for more than one year. It can okay. be can be one year e-Tourist Visa, it okay. can be five year e-Tourist Visa also multiple entries. So tourist visa can be one year duration also
0: and uh, five years duration also. Manishji, people who live in Canada um, are people who have been born and brought up probably in India, have properties over there and sometimes have got to go back to India once they become Canadian citizens. So for them, uh, they will have to get a visa. Is there a specific duration for that as well or it's up to whatever say for example if I want to go to India for six months would I get a visa for six months or is a general visa only for a few months or one year
1: yeah I think uh, we go by the uh, clients uh, uh, what they are asking for it Uh, normally uh, post pandemic uh, the long term visas were not being given because uh, the maximum we were giving was one year Mm -hmm. multiple in uh tourist business or or e or uh, entry visa category, uh, because uh, of the situation around COVID pandemic, but uh, we uh, e visa will now facilitate people to get uh, longer term uh, visas, especially in the tourism category. And uh, for uh, the business visa category, currently one year uh, visa is being given in e visa mode. Also, we are also giving uh, one one year business visas. But we are in the process uh, of uh, upgrading it and uh, maybe for the eligible business visitors, uh, we may open up uh, 5 years paper visa with multiple entry uh, once we have in place the biometric system. So for the business visa travel, we will be able to give five-year multiple entry and we will soon announce it once we are ready. Similarly, option, as I said, for the people is to either have a e e-visa or come to us, but Canada being a big, huge country, I think a lot of people who are living in Canadian territory uh, are unable to reach to the consulate jurisdiction or the VLS offices. So it will help them uh, f- uh, apply for Indian visa uh, sitting at their home or offices and uh, do it online application and get the visa done. So...
0: I think that is great news that people are able to get e-visas. Uh, so for that, they have to go. Uh, can you give us the uh, website one more time, please? Indian,
1: I-N-D-I-A-N, visaonline.gov.in. Dot dot so this is IndianVisaOnline.gov.in is, is the website. Indian Visa Online is one way.
0: Yeah. Lovely, thank you so very much. Now, people who become Canadian citizens and are Indians uh, by birth and so there is another uh, option for them as well and that is called OCI. Can you explain that to me briefly, please?
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, the COVID pandemic and uh, the issues around uh, cancellation of certain category of visas and so has... Uh, there been increase of people demanding for OCI. OCI stands for Overseas Citizen of India, and uh, we we give the OCI cards to eligible person of Indian origin. So more and more people are taking uh, OCI cards. Mm-hmm. So basically, the first and foremost important thing is to have some kind of identity, established that you were of, you are of Indian origin. Mm-hmm some other documents are required. The application is done on the OCI website online. And then with the necessary documents, uh, it has to be submitted at the BLS office, which is our collection center. And once the application reaches us, uh, it takes about uh, four to six weeks uh, for the card to be granted. The benefit of this card is that it becomes your lifelong multi-entry visa. And uh, apart from... uh, the visa thing, a multi-entry visa, it also helps you to be at par with the Indian citizen, except for the two rights. Uh, mm-hmm. You cannot OCI card holders cannot participate in uh, elections in India, mm-hmm. and they are not; they ha- don't have any right to buy agriculture or farmlands in mm-hmm. India, mm-hmm. except for that. They are free to open bank accounts or buy real estate properties, housing, or do investments in India, and they are treated at par with the Indian citizens for in terms of domestic travel within India or visiting to any monuments of historical monuments, and they are also under certain specific uh, guidelines for specific jobs they can practice uh, some vocations also in India, and all these detailed information are already available in public domain. So, sort of dual citizenship, uh, this is the best option which government of India gives to the people of Indian origin. And more and more people are taking it uh, uh, over the past few years and numbers are growing because this, uh, this removes the hassle of uh, having visa each time you go to India. And more reforms have been done. Uh, one thing uh, people have to do is, uh, suppose a child has taken a visa, before he, he or she attains the at age of 20. Mm-hmm. So what happens is that when this child, after completing 20 years of age, and is renewing the, uh, his new passport, is getting new passport, then at that time he has to get a new OCI card done. Suppose a child gets a OCI card made in age of 16, but after crossing the age of 20, he takes a new Canadian passport for example, then at that point of time, he has to apply for new OCI card because it is always the facial features of the young children changes. So
0: mm-hmm. you have to
1: change it once after attaining the age of 20. And that too, when you are changing your existing passport. Rest, whenever you change the passport, you just have to upload the new passport copy as well as new photograph uh, on the online mode uh, so that your, your OCI number and the new passport number gets matched. So this is a very convenient thing uh, uh, for the Indian origin people. And I would urge people who are listening to this uh, broadcast to apply for OCI
0: card very well I think that's uh that's really fantastic now you did mention one thing that confused me a little bit I am of Indian origin but not born and brought up in in India uh, my mother wasn't born there but my grandfather was so am I an OCI you can you will be, be considered provided you are able to prove it by document yeah, yeah. I mean
1: four degrees is uh, uh, what is considered under, for giving OCI cards. So I see. Example, if I'm the first generation, then I've taken a OCI card, then my kids will be eligible to get OCI card on the basis of my card. Mm-hmm. And then my grandkids. So it goes to four degrees, yeah. Right. So as you said, you are not born, but your parents were not born, but your grandfathers were born. Right. But... Uh, But in some cases, uh, people who have migrated to other parts of the world, that proof sometimes is missing. So it becomes challenging in that sense. Mm. But uh, but those who have held Indian passport, that's the reason why we tell all the people that uh, once you take a Canadian citizen, for example, it is incumbent on you to surrender the Indian passport and take a surrender certificate. So this surrender certificate becomes the basis of applying for oci card right so that ways of also to apply um, to get oci card but as i said the basic important document is that how do you prove your association or linkages to india right uh, so one is the you have held indian passport at some stage right or or if you can prove your that you are coming from a particular taluk or district so mm-hmm. another have a nativity certificate. All right. For example, people people may have say lost their Indian passport or unable to find it, but they still have properties in India, in say some some taluk, some some district. Mm-hmm. So paying some taxes or this, so the tashildar or the you know, district officer or the thing will be able to provide him with a nativity certificate. That uh-huh. this guy and so son of so and so is was born in India or whatever. Uh, so that 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 is also kind of accepted by us. So some if people some people have doubt about whether they are eligible or not. Uh, clear cut cases are very simple if you have surrendered your passport and they can always write to us and with uh, the copies of the documents they have and we, we we kind of also check and and advise them that whether these are uh, documents are good to go to apply for OCI.
0: I think that makes a lot of sense and thank you very much for taking time and explaining all this to us. Uh, Manish ji, as always thank you for this interview.
1: Uh, thank you very much And and uh, uh, wishing all the listeners a happy holidays and a happy new year and take care.
0: You too.